Good evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, continuing in our discussion of the Hilchot Yom Kippurim, we've been talking about the Minhag of Kaparot. Um, so we started by pointing out that the Shechan says that uh, we shouldn't do this. It looks uh, too pagan, so we stay away from it. But the Ashkenazim, uh, apparently, uh, we keep it around. Uh, apparently, it's a Minhag Vatikin. It, it goes back. It's a well-established custom. Here the Mishabura says, uh, so a person, when they're swinging these chickens around or treating them whichever way they're going to treat them, they should have in mind that what's happening to this chicken really should happen to me. Uh, but through our tshuva process, everything, all the bad stuff that Lo'aleinu could have happened to us, we're transferring over to the, uh, to the chicken. We have a similar uh, line of reasoning. Many suggest that this is sort of the uh, thought process the person should have. They sinned and they have to bring a sin offering in the Beit HaMikdash. So what's the purpose of all that? It seems a little bit much, a little gratuitous, maybe even a little bit pagan, right? I don't know, talk to the Rambam, yeah? So uh, I believe the Ramban, among others, suggests that, no, you're supposed to view yourself as, you, as though you are the animal, that this is, uh, unfortunately, the, uh, what you are deserving of if you are in violation of Hashem's Torah. So just like the animal is killed, you deserve to be killed. And the animal is placed on the Mizbeach, you deserve to be placed on the Mizbeach. And it's uh, being burned and all this other stuff, right? That should be you. So the same sort of idea when it comes to the uh, kaparos. The Sharatzion uh, here, among others, brings from the, uh, the Chayi Adam and the Arizal. He says, no, that's not the one I wanted. He says, uh, what's happening to the chicken? He says, that we as if are enacting the, the four uh, types of death that was executed uh, by a beitin, by a Jewish court, if Lo'alino, a person needed such a punishment. Why? So uh, apparently they throw the chicken after they slaughter it. Again, I've never done it with chicken, so I don't, I don't know how this goes down. It's, uh, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not, up, for, not up for it. So uh, apparently they throw the chicken, and he says that is ke'in skila. That's like when they would uh, give a person skila, which is the stoning. So part of the process is not just that they would throw stones at them, but they actually they'd push them off of a, uh, a ledge, right? So we're throwing the chicken. That's like the skila. He's then, uh, the shochet is going to grab the neck of the chicken. He's going to slaughter the chicken. And then they're going to cook the chicken. So that's the other three. You have the srifa with the fire, right? That's the, the burning. You have the hereg, which is, uh, the, you know, when you uh, cut the person's head off. And you have chenek, the strangulation. That's when you're grabbing onto the chicken's neck. So we're, we are going all out on this chicken. And again, the message is, this is supposed to be me, but we're transferring it over to the, uh, to the chicken. That's what he says. Betov, he says, It's best to do this early in the morning in the Ashmoret, because that's when we're supposed to be reciting the, uh, the Slichot, best case scenario. Uh, and why is it that we say it at that time, or you should do the Kaparot at that time? Because it's a time of Rachamim. For whatever reason, there, Hashem's divine attribute of mercy and compassion is out and about, so that's what we want to tap into. He says, He says, therefore, it's important that uh, you make sure if you were going to engage in this sort of practice at Ashmoret early on in the morning so that you uh, make sure you have some sort of light source available. He says specifically a torch because the halacha is, it's brought down in the beginning of the Hilchot uh, Yoridea is that you're not supposed to perform a shechita at nighttime. Right? We're concerned. You're not going to be able to see what you're doing and lo uh, alinu you might, uh, all, all sorts of bad things could happen, right? But mo- not most significantly, but one of the concerns is that the shechita won't be kosher and you won't know. So that's bad news. Unless you have a good light source, then it would be okay. So he says if you're going to be doing this early in the morning, make sure you have a good light source. That's the big concern. He says some people do it a little bit later after Shacharit, and that seems to be like that is okay as well. So again, whether you like this minog or you don't, whether you feel like it's super pagan or it's not, 
the key is that you're not just slaughtering a chicken or throwing it around or throwing it on the fire, right? There's supposed to be some sort of moving transformational experience. You're thinking to yourself that unfortunately, because I've not lived up to Hashem's expectations, there are punishments that maybe are due to come toward me and I'm doing whatever I can as part of my tshuva process. Obviously, if you just do this, you, you throw a chicken around your head and you don't do tshuva, it's not going to work, right? And I think everyone would agree to that. Whether you're the Shulchan Aruch or the Ramah, it's not going to work. But as part of the tshuva process, recognizing the severity of your sin, which is an important part of the step, having that kareta, right, that regret, so then hopefully you can transfer any lo aleno bad thing that might be coming uh, your way onto the chicken and hopefully the rest of us can live happily ever after. So again, we don't have time to get through the entire minute. We'll get through some of the details and God willing, we'll have to pick up in uh, subsequent years. Rabbi Hanan, Ben Kashomer, it's Kaddish Baruch